The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. And this is the Ash Holes, totally unfiltered cigar radio. Hi, everybody. Welcome in to today's show. Here's your host, Pastor Padron, Dan the Man. Everybody, welcome back to this week's episode of the Ash Holes broadcast live from the Sereno Royale stage at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. It's time to kick back and light up as we turn this Wednesday into Ash Wednesday. We're always entertaining, eh, generally unscripted, and totally unfiltered. You can stream and download us on iHeartRadio, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, and Podbean, and of course, our website, theashholes.net. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at theashholes and on Instagram at ashholesradio. This week, we are smoking the Perla Del Mar GT Maduro by J.C. Newman Cigars. Yeah. You know, oh, we could probably start saying generally entertaining, too. Just, generally know, entertaining? Well, I promise you anything. You know? <laughs> <laughs> we're just going to do what we do. No. We're good driving. We're good driving talk. <laughs> yeah. That's that's generally what I hear. Yeah. You know, people put it's us like on when they have the drive. White and, noise. You know, that white noise in the background. Eh, you're good for that. Well, you're good, like good for the ride home. Yeah, when they want to submit an insurance claim. Yeah. <laughs> right, get to an accident. Oh, yeah, for I falling asleep. Sleep. What were you yep. right. Oh, my goodness. Oliver, it's nice to have you back. It's great to be we're, back. Where have you been? I, I, I seem to say that every time. I'm yeah, here, you, you do. You're gone. Uh, so I was, gosh, let me think. I was at the, uh, you were I was in at the our Dominican factory. Republic. I was in the Dominican. Yep. yep. Um, what factory at, were you at? at so Magia de Cubano. Mm. Uh, and that's where we produce our, our cigars. So we were actually outfitting a lot of the, the rollers, the pairs that we have rolling our cigars uh, with our United shirts to kind of separate everything. We have a nice little section now that we've nice. kind of taken over because production is, is going up. Mm-hmm. Um, so better quality control of, of our products. And um, and then trying out a couple new blends because we have we have a lot of cigars that meet predicate and they're they're ready to, to launch so just kind of looking at uh, at some of the blends before we introduce them and then uh geez I, I landed i landed thursday morning went home showered and right off to queensbury wow we did two events up there so it was good, it was oh good. long, long week but fun yeah yeah how long we it was kind of a whirlwind trip down there wasn't it down in uh, DR? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, we, we had a direct flight, but we left uh, Sunday at like 10 p.m. to land at 3 a.m., got to the hotel, <laughs> slept for a couple hours, got up, started the day. And it's then, a practical vacation. I'm yeah. Like, oh. oh, yeah. It was fine. <laughs> Easy. And then we left out on Thursday morning at, we had to get up at 2 a.m. <laughs> to go to the, to the airport for our flight at 4 a.m., but our flight was delayed. We didn't know that until we got up, and we weren't going to go back to bed. It was delayed for two hours, so we had right. soup. So you had soup. Yeah. Dominican soup. Dominican and, and tea. soup. Dominican What's soup and tea. Dominican soup like? Uh, it was good. Hearty. It was kind of really yeah. everything that uh, you know maybe didn't sell at the special the day before, and they just got to throw everything <laughs> in the pot. <laughs> oh, it's, yeah, when you're down Chop. in the islands, you just kind of yeah, listen. Yeah. You're like, oh, it's Dominican soup. Was everything? <laughs> it's was Korean everything soup. All right. Di- Digestive wise, while you were there. Did yeah. You, you know what? I, any, I, have, uh, I have a stomach lined with iron. You I, do. I can eat almost almost anything. Well, there you go. That's probably yeah, so very good. No, no, no plumbing issues. So that was good. That's yep, good. Came back healthy. That's good. Strong, strong like an ox. 
Very good. Yep. What about you, Aaron? What have you been up to the last week besides trimming your beard? Well, actually, I haven't trimmed it yet. I'm, you haven't uh, touched it at all? Not yet, no. No, no. come on. It looks like you've touched no, it. Well, I, no, no, not in a while. I, I trimmed really? the sides a while back. No, it's just, it's at this point, it's just curling, and it's, it doesn't make a difference if I Curling it in on itself? Yeah, yeah. It's just going to kind of keep kind of going up. So I'm, I think I'm going to bring it a little shorter. We'll see what happens. So. You can go for the Don Johnson look. I, Don Johnson? No, yeah. no. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> You sure? I, I could. I you could sport yeah. it. You, know. you could sport it. Uh, the hair just, that hair pink, just doesn't go that way. That light pink shirt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Never worn a white jacket. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the Don Johnson slash Pablo Escobar 80s drug yes, lord look. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Everybody yes. looked like that back then. <laughs> you don't wear socks, right? Well, the Perla Del Mar uh, GT is a 6x60. Uh, and the Maduro here is a um, it's a light box press to it. Very it's lovely. a Connecticut broadleaf Maduro, and the binder and filler are both Nicaraguan. And um, uh, this has a really easy draw on it for a 660. Um, and I don't know about you guys, my cigars kind of feels like it's rolled nice and tight. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I was kind of impressed with the, uh, the the draw was almost looser than I would expect for something so tight yeah mm. but uh, the cigar looks really really good yeah but yeah loose loose draw lots of smoke a uh, little looser than than i typically care for but mm -hmm. um you know it's not burning hot yet and it's not that it's strange i'm putting this at already at a medium but when you say maduro i'm thinking maybe a little more sweetness but i'm, mm -hmm. I'm getting straight you know broadleaf nicaraguan mm. uh, power right off the bat you know, a lot of woody and, and yep. spice. Yeah, a lot of pepper. Wood, and spice. You know, I had the um, uh, Robusto of this uh, a few days ago to kind of get ready for this, and that was much more cocoa, much more, you know, cocoa-y sweet kind more of stuff. More reminiscent of a Maduro. More reminiscent yep. of a Maduro. This is, this is not that. Yeah, this is much more woody. There's more pepper to it. Um, much more what I would expect from a Nicaraguan blend. I'm getting more of a baking chocolate. You know, it's like that, yeah, baking that, chocolate. That chocolate with a that, bite. You know? Yeah, that chocolate's there, but it's... it's but it's not a sweet chocolate. Not a sweet no. chocolate, yeah. And there's a fair amount of pepper in the retro there. Not like LFD kind of level pepper. But no, a good, a, a good pepper. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Almost like a chef with a gentle hand. What do you want? Do you watch cooking shows? Who do you made watch that the soup? salt guy? Do you watch cooking shows <laughs> yeah. on TV? All the time? Do, you watch, do you watch the Food Network? All the time. All the time. Are you and serious? Travel, yeah, yeah, yeah. You do. I do. I don't, I don't have any shows that I, I wonder follow. how we figured that out. Well, I don't think. I don't, do they even have regular shows? On <laughs> the food oh, it's just food, 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 right? No. Oh no, no, no. They got plenty. In fact, I was falling asleep to bizarre foods last night. Bizarre foods. Yeah. Bizarre foods. Yeah, he was in Minnesota last night. They just go from bizarre, bizarre to bizarre foods. and seeing what's on the street. What's, yeah. what's bizarre in Minnesota? A uh, Andrew Zimmerman. He, uh, last night he was, he was just going more local, like a lot of potluck. They were talking about horseradish root. And, um, you know, he started that show when it was legitimately bizarre foods. Mm -hmm. Like he was eating bugs and strange right. exotic places and now it's turned into more of a fermented duck eggs or whatever yeah yeah like you uh, see on fear Factor. Mm, yeah it does go well with the chicken mm. <laughs> and not only fermented duck eggs but yeah the, i mean the 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 
the not the embryo, but the the chick yeah. was actually yeah, yeah, still was actually growing in there. Growing yeah. in there, and there's uh, some crunch to it. I'm like, crunch. Oh, oh that's yeah. gross. <laughs> oh my. Is that more fiber or more, so anyway, <laughs> more protein? But, all right, so let's not. We're, we're getting disgusting when we're talking that's, about that's uh, fantastic cigar. No, 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 no. Um, I'm tasting a little raw duck egg on this. I, don't don't say that. I had that same don't thought one, after I said it, and I puffed, and I was like, oh, now I taste eggs. But it's not there. I hope. <laughs> I'm getting a little mocha. Is there a little little bit of mocha in there? Mm. Am I tasting like a little bit yeah, of I, coffee I, with that cocoa? I can see. You, you know, sometimes uh, you you, you kind of hit it with the baker's chocolate. Mm-hmm. Now I kind of think of when you cook or when you're baking a cookie. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you overcook it or the heat's too high. And that bottom, just that bottom part of the cookie, the chocolate yeah. kind of burns a little. It's like that bitter cocoa baker's chocolate. Right. That's what I'm going with. Okay. Can I get a ding That's on awesome. that? It's That's got awesome. a very sweet retro. This is one of the sweetest retros I've had in oh my any of cigars. God, you're still yeah. alive? What are you yes, doing he is. Here? Our producer, I thought, Stu. I thought he was still gone. Alive. No, I'm still, still here, living? Oliver. <laughs> you two are You're still the alive. eye candy. I'm the... <laughs> Ear candy. Oh, I'm glad somebody got that. that yes. <laughs> the ear candy. Yeah, I've only watched that. I mean, I was always told, don't spoke unless you're speaking to, but nobody's speaking to me, so I'm spoken on my own. Oh, only there you go. Spoke. Okay. Sweet retro. That's my point. Well, we're bringing back oh, I'd something. I'd like to drive a wooden stake through him. <laughs> I thought today I would, I would uh, bring back something that we used to do pretty regularly. Pastor Padrones, thou shalt not. All right, let's, let's all right. convict people and get them all in. Let's do it, because th- this has just come up again and again recently for me, and, and so, you know, Pastor Padrones, thou shalt not are uh, lists of, you know, things that you, for cigar etiquette, that you just shouldn't do, okay, if you want to really be into the whole thing. And Pastor Jerome's Thou Shalt Not this week is do not treat your cigar shop as if it is a public smoking area hmm. or a public smoking room. Uh, you know, your local shop... Those don't shop, exist anymore. Your local, <laughs> right. Your local <laughs> shop's lounge, if it even has a lounge, is not open to the public for people to just come in and enjoy a cigar from wherever, Okay. The local um, brick and mortar is a private business, and their lounge is a private place for their customers to enjoy the cigars they buy there. They're not for you to just come in and bring your cigars from home or from the store down the street or from the special you got, you know, somewhere online and bring them in to smoke, okay? You wouldn't go to Burger King, get your Whopper, and then go across the street to McDonald's and sit there because you like the lounge better and you like the regulars who go to McDonald's better. They'd, they'd kick you out. Or, right. or, or more likely, bring a flask to a bar. Yeah. That's, that's, that yeah. You'll, you'll you actually get walk, kicked You out. wouldn't walk Burger into King, a bar. Burger King, they don't care. They, you wouldn't. I mean, <laughs> they, not, the, the employees are not, you know. All right. Let's, to, let's, you, you, you get the. I mean, yeah. we're not talking about how aware the employees at Burger King versus <laughs> McDonald's are or anything. Well, but you wouldn't, you wouldn't bring the food from one restaurant to another because you like the food from one place better. You got a better deal at one place better. But you bring it to another place because you like enjoying it there better. That's not how it works. Oh, but this is a Cuban sandwich I'm bringing you know, in. If you got <laughs> your cigar $2 cheaper at a store down the street and they don't have a place for you to smoke it, and then you come in to another place because it has a place to smoke, and the cigars are maybe more expensive there, maybe one of the reasons it's more expensive is because they have to pay 
to have the the space and have the people there to take care of the lounge. So don't be doing that. It's such a, and, and people do it all the time. I wonder why that only happens in the cigar business. Yeah, that's. I mean, I've I've I never really seen it happen somewhere yeah, else. Never heard anybody talk about it in restaurants or bars or anything. It's just just because you just of. wouldn't even do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but in the cigar business, they just they allow it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've had. I mean, people, some allow it. I've had people call and ask, "Is it okay if I come in and smoke and bring my own cigars?" I've had people call and it's ask. Like, and then, uh, you know, no. no, it's not okay. You know, and, you know, I've had people tell me, you know, who own like a, a you know, a cigar bar or something like that, you know, the people will call and ask, can I bring my own stuff? And they'll say, well, no, we have a cutting fee here. And then people get mad that right. that place has a cutting fee. It's like smoking it's all like, It's not a public place for you to come and smoke your own stuff. It's a place for customers to come. And, in, and it gives them an added incentive to buy by providing the place to enjoy it. It's like if everybody did, there would be no place to smoke. There would be no right. shop. Right. There'd be no rest, no bar, whatever. I mean, I'm, I know it's hard, you know, especially this time of year in New England. There's, it's, it's so hard to smoke outside in so many places. You can't smoke in your house. So many people choose not to smoke in their house for a whole number of different reasons. Mm-hmm. But... Um, yeah, this you time know. of year, I don't buy any cigars because my <laughs> humidor is always packed out. <laughs> like I, I get to what I can, but most of the time it's like, oh, just packed to the brim. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's this week's that Thou Shalt Not. Yeah. Don't treat your local cigar shop like a public smoking room. No. So we started these these blind taste test things with, with United uh, Cigars as an event for different retailers. And one of the biggest things... That, that I stress at the beginning is supporting the, the brick and mortar. Mm-hmm. As I ask everybody in the, in, the, in the audience, how many people have like a lounge that's 4,000 square feet in their house? And I was like, no, I, no, it's not that big. And of course, you get the one guy that raises, well, I have an apartment, I can smoke in it. Okay, well, all right, don't be that guy. Yeah. Right? <laughs> okay, we're all then, going to your place. Yeah, now. and then I said, how many people, <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. How many people have a lounge that can fit three guys to smoke? Well, my garage, I go, okay, well, that, how's that? Is that comfortable? Is that, you know, it's nice, but the whole point is, the, the brick and mortar, they're paying to, to open that door. Mm-hmm. They're putting the lights on. They're, they're offering coffee. They're offering you know, nice uh, amenities to the, to the place to make it comfortable. So support them. Otherwise, that's going to be gone. And then guess what? Right. Then you're stuck in your garage. Or then you have to call a friend because you can't smoke in the house because a wife or, or boyfriend won't let you. Right. Right. Absolutely. So you know, if you wouldn't buy food at one place and then take it to another restaurant and eat it there, why would you buy your cigar in one place and right. take it and smoke in another? It doesn't make any sense. It seems right. like common sense, but apparently it's not because it happens. So yeah. Yeah. All right. That's all I have to say. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, that's it. <laughs> that's, that's all I got. That's, 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 all, right. that's all I got on that. I mean, to me, it's just so, you know, I do not understand why it is such a big issue for so many places. Yeah, but, it, it shouldn't be. Yeah. I, I don't understand why people would get upset. I mean, you're not bringing wine into a restaurant unless they right. don't have an alcohol license, a liquor license, then mm-hmm. there's a cork fee. But So if it was just a lounge that was open, they didn't sell cigars, they charge a cutting fee, that's one thing. Right. But these are places, obviously, that sell cigars. Right. So, right. Anyway. so uh, what are we picking up with this now? Has it changed at all? Are you guys picking up anything new? Uh, I'm picking um, up a little bit of raisin. Raisin. Just, just a slight raisin taste, but uh, the rest, the wood and the pepper are still there, very prevalent. But just a, a slight raisin taste. It does have a, it does have a kind of a sweet finish now. Mm. 
Yeah, but it's not a chocolatey, cocoa-y kind of finish. No. Almost like cherry to me. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not picking I up the cherry. No? A lot, lot more wood. It's just very, mm-hmm. very rich. Mm-hmm. And again, closing my eyes, I don't... You know, Maduro isn't necessarily the... Um, I don't know how to put it. Just, I mean, it's a, it's a longer fermentation process. Mm-hmm. It's just a richer wrapper. This is just a dark, to me, a, a dark Connecticut broadleaf. It's got a ton of flavor. Yeah. Um, it's a great broadleaf. You can taste that Connecticut yeah, broadleaf really, really easy on this. Yeah. yeah. And the combination between that and the Nicaraguan, you just have a ton of body, a lot of spice. Mm-hmm. Um, it's subtle, but there's just a lot of it. Right. You know, it's it's not overpowering. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, no, it's good. But a little, little like a dry, dry wood. I'm getting uh, you know, so that sweetness for me. You, you guys are talking uh, cherry, raisin. Um, I'm thinking like a <laughs> a fall day. It's wet. You know that sweetness on the leaf. Yeah. Because it's a woody. When you fall and get a mouthful of leaves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and the yeah. slugs are calling. Oh. I'm getting more of that that sweetness, like a a, a a wet fall day kind of sweetness. A as wet opposed, fall day yeah. sweetness. As opposed to any type of fruit. That is so poetic. So an earthiness. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an earthiness, but not so much the earthiness on like the soil side, yeah, more yeah. of like the, the vegetal earthy rotting leaves, rotting, <laughs> rotting fruit no, side. It, it's not it's not the rotting part, but it's that it's that sweet like the. It's the very ripe. You swear it was made out of. It's leaves, a very yes, ripe. You know? It's oh, a very ripe know? kind yeah. of sweetness. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's let's uh, go right to our top five today. All right. All right. Today's top five brought to you by Five Five Cigars. Choose from the mild white label, medium strength red label, or the full bodied and full flavored blue label. Siri Five Five has it all. Five and five equals a perfect ten, and that's what you get every time with Five Five Cigars. Here is today's top five list. All right, with all the football and everything going on, one of the things that goes with football is beer. People who watch football tend to drink a lot of beer. Drink beer I don't tend to do a whole lot of beer. I tend to do more cigars. But beer is one of those things. And so I decided what we would do for our top five this week is look at the top five countries that consume the most beer per person. All right. Okay. Like and uh, we're going to look at the top five of those things. And um, does anyone, you want to guess, Aaron? You've been yeah, avoiding uh, looking at the list so that you could yeah, guess. Yeah, I want to make a few guesses. Uh, is the U.S., I would think, would be on the list. The U.S. Uh, is not. It's not. Germ- in the top what, what, five. Germany. Tell me Germany's on the list. Germany is on the list. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, no, Russia. No, I don't think Russia's huge mm. on beer. Um I think yep. that's, a, that's yep. maybe, yeah. Germany would certainly have been one of my I would choices. I think Canadians. Yeah. Canadians? You would think Canadians, but I don't know. Canada did not make the list either. Hmm. I was sure the U.S. would be on the top five. Because when it comes to food or drinking, the U.S. is usually in the top five of everything. Yep. But we, it is. We, we consume a lot, yes. Okay. So, number five. Especially with binge drinking. Yeah. 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 It's like if you include colleges, <laughs> then, yeah. This actually, you know, might make us feel good, you know, if it, when, you, when we start looking at, at the num- amounts that these people consume. And this is per person in the country, per adult. Mm. Okay. Uh, the number five country is Austria. Ah, Austria. Today, mate. No way. And they <laughs> average, the average drinking adult uh, consumes 28.6 gallons of beer a year. All right. To put that in perspective, that's about 305 bottles of beer All a right. year. So almost every day. Almost every day, there's a beer. 
Okay. Uh, number two would be Australia. There's a real good Australia. Name. Yeah. <laughs> Australia does a, the average drinking adult consumes 29.03 gallons. Well, a have day. you seen how big those Foster's cans are? I mean, that's just <laughs> that's one beer. I mean, so yeah, you're so it's just a little over 300. Yeah, you're talking 309, 310. Just about 310, if just you round up. It doesn't seem excessive to me. No, no. It seems but like we you, could crush that. You know that not every adult drinks, but this is, you know, the amount of beer by the number of people of legal drinking age in the country. So the average is Oh, they're this. not including teenagers. That's why the U.S. is in the list. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, they're not including the illegal drinking. <laughs> okay, Germany came in at number three. Okay. Germany yeah. came in at number three at 30 point five nine gallons or 326 12 ounce bottles of still beer a few days they gotta squeeze in some more yep oh. yep number two number two any guesses uh china no. china no no. no no that'd be no just by volume i think <laughs> now, number two was ireland Oh, <laughs> Ireland. Oh, come on. That's just at 34. See, I don't even want to say that. You don't want to sound like it's a stereotype. 34.63 gallons. That's a pretty significant. I bet beat. out of those 34.63 gallons mm-hmm. that each person consumes, they only spill. Point zero three. Either. <laughs> they just seem like they when they drink. Well, like the U.S., we spill a lot. You yeah. spill when you, <laughs> when, if you put it down, then it spills. But right. you never put it down. I bet they don't even spill it. Maybe drop. that's why we didn't make the top five because we're so messy about it. <laughs> yeah. We didn't actually consume it. We may have bought it, but not consumed it. Mm. But anyway, that turns out to three hundred and sixty-nine bottles of beer. 369. So that's, there you go. that's, more that's than 40, 40 more than that's number more three. more than a beer a day. Okay. And number one, the number one beer-consuming country per person at 41.44 gallons. That's a big jump. Yeah. The Czech Republic. Huh. Wow. The Czech Republic. That equals that's interesting. 442, 442 beers. bottles. Wow. Or so cans. That's 80, 80 cans more. Oh, okay. 12 ounce servings. <laughs> yeah, 12 ounce servings. Right. If 12 we're, ounce we're looking at it, we're you know, trying to get an idea of just what that would be. Just have a beer for breakfast. Because gallons, you know, and th- we were talking about this before the show, you know, gallon, that's huge. I mean, you think the average person in the Czech Republic consumes over 41 gallons of beer? I mean, how many is that? Uh-huh. And then when you, when you look at that it's, if it's a 12 ounce bottle or, or can, 442, and you divide that by 365, well, you could do that a day and, and be good. But again, this isn't saying that every adult is drinking over there. That sounds like a yeah. challenge I want to take. You want to do that with me? Four, 442 <laughs> per year. And we're already the twenty fourth. If, if you get to the end of the year, I bet you're I out can, there, you're I'll do that die. now. Starting do that now. starting today. Drinking yourself to death. <laughs> okay. So what I'm we're gonna, gonna do a day. Whenever whenever you're on the show, which is like every six weeks, <laughs> we're gonna do a check in and see how many, how many more beers? gallons of beer you've had since you've been gone. All right. All right, so write that down. We're gonna do that. That'll be a new segment on the show. Beer challenge. Beer Oliver's challenge. beer challenge. Better, much better <laughs> than that Tide Pod challenge. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think the kids are doing the beer challenge too, though. Unfortunately, well, let's put it out there. Let's make the ash holes kind of increase that number. Let's get to the top five. Let's get to the top five. <laughs> let's put, like in what on. sense? I don't drink that much beer. I don't know. Well, I'm maybe you should scotch start. and. Uh, 
Well, throwing a beer in between each scotch. <laughs> just to help, help out the numbers. Gosh, I don't know. There are people that do that. You know, give me a beer, give it's me a really, scotch. It's real. Look, to get yeah. in the top five, it's only a beer a day. So one day, drink, you know, drink two or three. Yep. That gets you halfway through the week, right? <laughs> we can do it. I don't know. This, this, this yeah. could be really interesting. All right, Oliver, you're, you're on. You're on for this. It's BS. Okay. Now, um, do we have a social media highlight this week? Is there, sorry, is there a Guinness Book of World Record holder for the most beers in a year? That's a good question. Hmm. We can Probably Google not. that. Maybe in a sitting. I'm sure they oh, track that. Oh, I, I don't want to go for the sitting. I want to go for Here's the, the thing. With, with the Guinness records, it's like you have to have somebody there that's judging it, basically being the referee or whatever, that's recording this the whole oh, time. Oh, I guess so the whole time. You're not going to have a whole year. Where was Japan on this? Uh, it was just a top five list that I looked at, so yeah. Japan was nowhere. Japan, Are they big on Japan? I think so. They, I mean, they do drink beer, but Saki I don't bomb. think it's... Smaller cans, though? Suck your bomb! Suck your bomb! Suck your bomb. No, not, okay. no, no, that's a that whole sounds different, like what you said a whole different podcast. Okay. They are a little... Suck your bomb! So is, is this uh, your way of saying there, there is no uh, social media highlight this no, week? No, we, we've had some activity on there. Uh, yep. We've had people that we've visited before, so we're going to hold off a little bit, let, let some new people get in there. Okay. So. All right. That we're watching. Good. Good. We're watching. That's good. All right. Well, we're, hey, we're smoking. Did you know we're smoking America's oldest family-owned premium cigar maker cigar? Yes. J.C. Newman. J.C. Newman. 1895. That's fantastic. It's impressive. And uh, for those of you who... Uh, may not know your, you know, Perla del Mar translates into Pearl of the Sea, which is what Cuba was called because it, you know, had the, the great soil for mm. tobacco and stuff. And so that's where the name for the cigar comes from. And uh, I love the label on this thing. Yeah. Uh, nice there's label, blue yeah. highlights, gold, and then there's um, uh, some ships in the background and it just got that kind of nautical look to it. It's very, very cool. I think it's a lighthouse. I think it's one ship. A ship and a one, lighthouse. One tall ship and oh, yeah, a lighthouse. lighthouse. Yes, yes, you're right. It's funny. My glasses, I can see you, but you know, now looking at my cigar, everything's fuzzy. So mm. I got to like do that whole librarian thing and pull them down, and <laughs> it's a uh, pain in the butt. But um, very, this is very, very smooth, creamy, um, medium bodied, like you were saying, wood. Cocoa. I'm not really picking up anything new. Getting a little bit of a mineral, like a mineral mineralness. Yeah. I'm not picking that up so it's far not, yet. Not a yeah, salt, but it's a yeah. That's on the long. Like, I'm getting a long finish, so that lingering, lingering taste is People like minerally. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say it's more like a you know, there's a, that sweetness that's there, that natural sweetness, and kind of like a cedar. Hmm. That's that's how yeah, I that's would describe sweet, it. That's sweet wood, tons of smoke though. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, it's burning, burning a little fast. Cigar. Yeah, but uh, pretty even. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my, my burn line's not so great. Not it's, so great not, on yours. Not terrible, but it's uh, yeah, mine's even enough. I need a little touch up a little later on. All right, very good. Well, uh, let's see. I think it's about time we do our break. So when we come back, we're going to do an Ash Hero. Ash Heroes of oh, the Been a while. Okay. And then we're going to give our continuing thoughts on the Perla Del Mar GT Maduro by J.C. Newman. Hang in there. We'll be right back. An 
a time where humidors are overflowing and retailers' shelves are on the verge of buckling, there is one brand that stands out amongst the rest. Sereno Cigar Company offers four distinct blends. The Connecticut, the Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX. The Sereno Royale Maduro XX, named number one cigar of 2016 by the Ashholes Radio Podcast, is a creation of elegance and sophistication. Crafted at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, the Sereno Royale Maduro XX comes to life by the experienced hands of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Serino. To create this masterpiece, a blend of filler tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a dark and luxurious Ecuadorian Habano Oscuro wrapper grown from the famed Habano 2000 seed to bring you an endlessly complex and full-bodied experience. A post-roll aging process of two additional years allow the blend to marry, creating unmistakable notes of rich cocoa, leather, and coffee that tantalize the palate, leaving you anticipating the next draw. Visit SerenoCigars.com for a list of retailers, and you can always find Sereno Cigars available at TwoGuysCigars.com. Bohemian is the original Brazilian big ring gauge cigar with the unfinished foot, curly-tailed head, and value, value, value. There is a Brazilian reasons to buy and smoke Bohemian, and here are just a few. Created in the Cuban tradition, this lush, dark Brazilian Maduro leaf surrounds a five-year-old Sumatra binder with Dominican and Nicaraguan well-aged long filler leaves. So, what should you expect from a Bohemian? A departure from the conventional. A flavorful journey into a sweet, nutty, almost caramel finish. Bohemian, the original, unconventional cigar. Take the journey. Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? Oh, yeah. You think you got it? Okay, do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? I'm lighting up a Lagiana Havana cigar. The Lagiana Havana natural cigars are, oh yeah, so smooth. And oh yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up. But oh yeah, they're delicious too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say it's Lagiana Havana. Oh, yeah. In a world where the success of a cigar brand is recognized by its flavor, comes two that go head-to-head. One man smoking two cigars at the same time. Two rappers united in name, but separated by taste. One cigar known as the natural. The natural is no lightweight. It boasts full flavor and taste. The United Cigar Natural. Now comes the Maduro. Darker and even more bolder. With in-your-face flavor. United cigar. Nothing could prepare you for what awaits you in the box. Both box-pressed. Both 65 million years in the making. Uh, that may be wrong. Well, I'm going with it anyway. Action, adventure, and bromance. That's right. Bromance. United Cigar. Available in natural or Maduro. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailer shops nationwide. Rated D for delicious. Under 18, not admitted even with a parent. United Cigars. You don't have to choose. Smoke them both. In 1848, in honor of the English poet Lord Byron, a cigar brand named Byron was first created. 
Through three centuries, Byron has gone through many hands, but today it is back with the family that first created them. Returning to the early days, now the brand, in a very limited quantity, is produced in a small factory in Costa Rica. Nelson Alfonso offers three Byron blends honoring all three centuries of Byron, Siglo 19, Siglo 20, and Siglo 21. Other cigars sit in an aging room for 60 days, but every Byron cigar sits in an aging room for a period of at least one full year, then and only then into ultra-luxurious porcelain jars and state-of-the-art cigar humitubes packaging. Sure, Byron's packaging is unique and costly to produce, but nothing else will do for a cigar of this quality and taste. Byron cigars. Cigars of poetry. Sophisticated. Byron. The Ashholes are digitally recorded before a live studio audience. Once again, we set sail on the Perla del Mar with your host, Pastor Padrone, Dan the Man. Look at the, look at the smoke coming off this thing. It's amazing. It's a great amount of smoke. Welcome back to the Ashholes. You can find us on iHeartRadio, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, and Podbean. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at the Ashholes and on Instagram at Ashholes Radio. We are smoking the Perla del Mar GT Maduro. That's their 660 size by J.C. Newman. And so far, it's been, a, I think, a pretty good smoke for us. Yeah, it's decent. Very good. Yep. Lots of, you know, like you said, lots of smoke, lots mm-hmm. of flavor. Uh, very, just very rich. Yeah. Uh, but, but very woody. Mm-hmm. Yes. More woody than peppery. Yep. Yeah. Just a little bit of sweetness. The retro is a little pepperier though mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Um, let me test that out because it has not been peppery up until. Yeah. I'm fighting a bit of a cold, so I'm not getting much on the retro myself. But. Yeah, that's true. There is a lot more pepper. A lot more pepper. A lot more pepper. A lot more pepper. And uh, maybe even some white, I mean, white pepperish. A little bit of cedar in there. Yeah, you're going back to the cedar. I'm that's going back sweet, to the cedar. Yeah, that, sweet, that sweetness. Sweet, that, sweet wood. Yep. Sweet wood kind of uh, uh, overtones to it. Um, the AFC games this last Sunday. <laughs> Either of you watch those? I don't think anybody wants to. Well, anybody outside of New England doesn't want to hear us talk about this. Right. They, <laughs> they are not happy that the Patriots are back in the Super Bowl. No one's ever happy that the Patriots are in the Super Bowl. Except, <laughs> yeah, of course, true. all the, But you, you all uh, who are not in New England, you need to remember. We were never in the Super Bowl. Right. It <laughs> was, we were in such a sports yeah. drought for decades. It was terrible. Decades. It was terrible. So now my things whole, are growing, my whole, like, until I was an adult, they were terrible. Yeah, they so, were wretched. So like, this is kind of like, ratchet. you know, we're People we're call it a getting, dynasty. It's like, you don't remember. You yeah. don't know what it was. Yeah, <laughs> it, was it, was really, it was really horrible to watch we, the Patriots well, when I was We were up. in the Super Bowl. We yeah. just got slaughtered. Yeah, yeah I mean, we, I think once. we made it twice before right. this whole Gr- against Green Bay. So we started. Yep. yep, it was like '85 uh, and then '96. Yep. You know, you know, um, the game that really surprised me was the, um, the Vikings and yeah. Vikings and Eagles. I was expecting that game to be really, really close. Right. Really, and yeah. I was just not. And you know, the way the Vikings played the week before, I was expecting was much more of a fight. And game. I don't know what the heck happened to them, but it was like they just. Gave up. Oh, they gave up or just faced a you know, stronger, more competitive. I mean, Eagles I mean, are maybe. Not, they're and not a shabby th- team. No, yeah. they're not. Even though they've never won a Super Bowl, 
And they're from Philadelphia. There's nothing. You know, <laughs> no, no, but but everyone's looking for an excuse why the Patriots are there. They're saying their time was added. And look, <laughs> no, listen, I mean, just stop. We've made it so many times in the last, you know, decade. So, <laughs> it's so. like there's no excuses need to be made. No. Right, right. So. And, you know, even last year, they, you know, did everything they could to get us out of the Super Bowl. And we still made it there. Right. So true. There you go. Um, but I'm I'm excited for the the Super Bowl now. Here's a question: the Pro Bowl. Does anyone have any plans to watch the Pro Bowl no. this Sunday? No. Don't. Nothing. I don't. Yeah. No. Nope. I'm not really excited about it either. I mean, half the people who would be in it aren't going to be in it because they're playing in the Super Bowl. They don't want to get hurt or anything yeah. like that. So I mean, is that really a big thing? Has it ever been a really big game? I don't remember it being anything, even when I was growing up. I don't know. Does it even play into people's so. fantasy football leagues? Or does it even count? No. So yeah. it's like, yeah, who's going to watch? It's weird. It's weird. So, you know, why did why why have it? Is there any good reason for having a Pro Bowl? Well, somebody wants to be watching. It's got to have advertisers, it, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, money I guess. It. Yeah, I mean, it's it's weird. Yeah. yeah. I just don't get into it. Like the, the ba- I guess I'm more of a baseball fan. I'll right. watch the baseball All Star game. Did you see some? You wanted to see some baseball while you were down in the uh, yes. yard. Did you so get skinny? Some, there was a drinking party, and then there was a baseball game going on. Yeah, going on. Right. Yeah, the same. It was more. Yeah, more, definitely more drinking. I've never seen anything <laughs> like it. Unbelievable. Um, <clears throat> music between each pitch, mm-hmm. like, and not just like soft music or you know, like we. And they say we take a long time. Playing. Yeah. <laughs> they, but they were on it, and just I mean, like club music, like I mean, just pounding flags are going it was like a you know mix between a european soccer game and a baseball game and a you know after hours party at in vegas it was unbelievable bottle service at all the seats all the seats yeah it wasn't just like you're in the club and you can drink hard alcohol they were actually pouring bottles of brugal um one i was surprised with was johnny walker black really scotch right down there Wow! Wow! <laughs> like never aggressive. Seen that up here, yeah. uh, Presidente beer, of course, was only about a, I don't know, maybe a dollar fifty. Right. So, I, uh, so speaking of my gallons, <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I consumed a couple there. Um, but no, but everybody was happy. There was no fight. I mean, if that was at well, Fenway or any really any stadium in the states, there would be fights in every single yeah, row. Right. Once you start throwing in bottles of rum and, and scotch, so it was crazy. Most people probably didn't know who was playing. And some of the more interesting <laughs> concession, um, you know, vendors. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did I see? I saw grapes, microwave popcorn. Microwave popcorn. Yeah, so they had popcorn. it in the bag. No and they way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's I thought that was interesting. Uh, grapes yeah. was interesting, and a lot of like empanadas and. Um, What's an empanada? Like a, I don't know if it's a flour, but there's like a a pastry shell and there's meat, some sort of meat or or cheese on the inside. Yep. Um, Fried, so it was very, very good. (laughs) Better than hot dogs. Anything that's fried, very good with meat or cheese. Yep, 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 very true. Uh, Ash Hero of the Week. Let's let's get to this. This is very interesting. Uh, Last week, uh, 12 people are now facing misdemeanor charges in El Cajun, California. After after Alcohol, California, after handing out food to the homeless at a public park. 
Yep. Okay. And volunteers Boxers. and groups showed up to Wells Park to hand out food and clothes. So and the shoes Asheros who ever stopped them, right? No. no, no, no. <laughs> and uh, uh, the following Monday, 12 people had been charged by the police for handing out food to the homeless, and they are planning to bring legal action against the city. And one of them said, if I'm going to be arrested for something, let it be for feeding the homeless. All right. And uh, I'm not going to apologize for doing the right thing, uh, this guy said. And um, the argument of the city mm-hmm. is that back in, uh, back in 2017, there's a big uh, hepatitis A outbreak there. So a law was given not to distribute and that's, food in the public That's passed place. by giving somebody food, right? That's how you get a hepatitis? I don't know how. I don't know how no, it is. No. I don't know how it is. But, <laughs> you know, I didn't do that much research. Well, I, I did, actually. And, and it's it's passed through fecal matter and mm. bodily fluids. Right. But it's like, it's not protecting the homeless from getting sick. It's no. they, they don't want the people that are handing them food to get fecal matter on their hands and then going to eat like you don't wash your hands. Right, right. It's just so, asinine. So, you know, they the, the city is saying this is for health. Come on, we, there's shelters right. here. Yeah. You want to feed the homeless? That's fine. Bring them over to your house. Feed them all that you want. You know, we've got the shelters. You can be as kind as you want. Just don't do it in our public park. And one of the interesting uh, points uh, that was brought up in, in this thing was that the, uh, the lawyer for these 12 people who was um, taking action against the city said that he believes that the ordinance had nothing to do with the spreading of hepatitis, oh, but yeah, it was about no, no not wanting homeless people in the park. Yeah. And if we're handing out free stuff, right. it's going to attract the homeless. Therefore, let's come up with some mm-hmm. semi-rational idea for keeping them out of the park. Semi is being very general, and, <laughs> generous. Yeah. Keep <laughs> them contained. Keep them contained. Yeah. To, to a certain and area. So, you know, for feeding the homeless, in spite of being charged with misdemeanors for doing that, I'm calling these 12 people the Ash Heroes of the Week. Sure. Absolutely. You must not visit that park with your kids. No, being that it's in California, it's right. 3,000 miles away, I, I typically don't. I, I can kind of <laughs> see both sides. I can kind of, I, I get the whole you know, hepatitis thing and, you know. I don't get that part. I, no, but, that's, but that's just, that part but I don't get. You know, the, but if it's, if it's I, a the public city, area. The city, the city has its reasons. Right. But I don't think they're legitimate reasons. No. Right. Say what you want to, you know, give it the real reason that you don't want the homeless hanging around the park. Okay, right. make it illegal to loiter or whatever in mm-hmm. the park, but. Right. If there were easier outlets to be able to, you know, administer you know, mm-hmm. food to, to right. the homeless. Like, say, we go in this area or, you know, certain times you can, you know, bring food over. But then I'm sure there would be some sort of lawsuit. Like, the homeless would then sue that person because I got sick off of your sandwich. You know, they're, they're, it's just, it's America. That's what that's what people do. Someone's right, going right, to find some right. reason to complain or yeah. some reason to bring up a lawsuit. Well, look, the homeless aren't hanging out in this park because they're getting food there. That's They're not like pigeons. They're not just going to congregate where the food is. They're going to, there's... Maybe there's shelter there. There's something that they can, they congregate there for a reason. But it's not because people are just handing out food. So stopping, you know, not giving them food isn't going to make the homeless problem go away. No, that's not really so solving it's the problem. Ridiculous. And you would think, you know, if, if the shelters were actually enough, there wouldn't be a need for people to go out and give these people clothes and toiletries and food and stuff like mm. that. You know, if, if the homeless shelters they had were enough, there wouldn't be volunteers doing this on the weekend. Yeah. So... I felt, you yeah, know, like let's, no let's do something a little more positive. <laughs> let's do the Ash Hero of the yeah. Week. And these guys, I think, deserve it. Absolutely. 
All right. And and even the you put a 14-year-old. Yeah, there was a 14-year-old yeah. among them who, yep. who was cited. I think the charges have dropped on the 14-year-old, but. Well, that's good. Which is, yeah, I mean, <laughs> seriously, you get a whole, if you didn't drop those, oh, just the whole thing's ridiculous. Yeah, absolutely nuts. Absolutely nuts. Yeah, it's a, you know, like I said, it's a, it's a tough call. Mm-hmm. I mean, you want to be able to go to the park and not have to deal with, you know, I don't want to say deal with the homeless, but, you, you know, there's also a safety reason, because what if someone says, oh, well, we can do this, and they go by themselves, and they're handing out food, and then. Uh, you know, something, I, there's so many factors. It's just, it's not, it's not, it's just not an easy situation. I've done it. I mean, I'm sure you guys have done it. We've yeah, all I'm sure. handed out food and, yeah. but. I mean, do it smart, but it's like, you can't make it illegal to do it, to stop people from doing it. Say, do it smart, you know, yeah. give some guidelines. Yeah, it's but the like, problem is people aren't smart. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> that's, what we, that's the problem. <laughs> especially in large groups. Yeah. And especially in California. <laughs> <laughs> You know, their tobacco tax. Oh, my. Yeah. Right. No, well, that's that's unfortunate. Yes. I'm trying to do yes, good things. Yeah. Yes, it is. Um, what else did you guys smoke this week? Did you smoke anything worth talking about on the show here? I smoked a lot of just random. You know what? One interesting thing. So we were looking at, um, you know, different bales, and we were looking at some, some binder leaf. Mm-hmm. And we were going through the, you know, the, the, the bale, and we actually took some leaves, you know, kind of ripped them up, then rolled them in another leaf, and then smoked that. Mm-hmm. So very, you know, very raw. You're just grabbing the, you know, the, the flavor of the of the binder. So that was very, you know, very interesting to me. It was just for this this week. Uh, you know, I've, I've had the opportunity to do it before, but um, you know, last week that's uh, something I, I, I took part in, and it was it was great. Nice. Oh yeah. Nice. I've been going back to just a lot of old favorites. Uh, I think the other day I just had a uh, LFD Lajero. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just a lot of flavor. I didn't take notes because you no. know, I smoke them all the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's been a while since I've had one, so it's great. There you go. Yeah. Hey, let's give recognition to the Wayfarer. Carson Anthony, mm-hmm. the Wayfarer is, uh, I see it on a lot of like top 10 a lists. A lot of top 10s. I think they made uh, number cigar, one recently. Cigar Noise rated it uh, number one from, from their viewers. They didn't mm-hmm. rate it. Yeah, that's good. Uh, based on viewer input. That's interesting you say that, Oliver, because I smoked a Wayfarer this week. Oh, there you go. This past week. Great cigar. And oh, you know what? Cigar. I've seen the uh, Wise Man on the top of a lot of lists, yep. too. That made number one on a few. I yep. Think. Definitely yep. making a list. A yeah. lot, of, a lot of Steve Saka stuff. <laughs> yeah, Steve Saka's up. He's always posting, so you see it. But mm-hmm. I think whenever he makes a list, but I think he made number one on. Oh, I can't remember which source it was. He made number one on uh, few, Cigar actually. Federation, and yep. then the Atabe made number two. He's just to throw it out there. Yeah, there <laughs> hey, yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> so that was so. good. No, but yeah, no, he's doing, he's doing some good stuff. Um, I was, I was given a uh, Oliva V, uh, double robusto. Okay. Okay, this week, and for those of you who may not know, it's that's a cigar that's been out for a while. It's a 5 by 54 Connecticut Broadleaf wrapper, and um, Nicaraguan uh, binder and filler. It, nice draw, dark brown, uh, coffee earth-colored wrapper, uh, uh, and, you know, just very, it was a very rich, you know, kind of coffee, kind of earth, kind of peppery cigar. Um, lots of pepper on the retro. Mm-hmm. Um Really good, and it kind of changed as it went through. You know, it, by the end of the cigar, there was more kind of espresso, leather, cocoa, some kind of a sweet, cedary finish to it, and uh, it was smooth, rich, medium-bodied, nice, nice cigar. It's a cigar that I don't have all that often. I should probably go back to it, but mm. that was it was nice to get back into that. 
Yeah, this um, so the 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 Perla del Mar now to me, I'm, I'm getting the the wood component is still there, right? But it's I like the fact that the that wood. Um, the woody taste is changing to like different woods, mm. almost. Mm -hmm. Like now, it's becoming a stronger, richer. Tastes like a little weeping willow. Or, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Have you ever licked the bark on a birch tree? That's what I'm getting right now. No, <laughs> no, I've I've never done no, that. No, but I'm getting a, more of a charred. Now it's more of a charred wood. A charred kind of like wood. A, yeah, it's a richer. Deep. It's a richer wood yeah. taste now. I don't um, know that I would say charred, but it's definitely a richer kind of a wood. Mm. Yeah. I'm not like getting a, that cedar anymore. No. no. No, that sweetness is kind of gone, and mm -hmm. now it's, it's more of like a, you know, I'm sitting by a, a fire pit or a, you know, mm. getting coals ready for a, you know, for a barbecue. There's that, that woodiness, mm. um, rich, you know, heavy wood. Yeah. But yeah, it's nice. A hard wood. But, yeah. but the wood is yeah. definitely a, a strong component in this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, still little hints of cocoa, but it's not sweet at all. Um, but wood seems to be the the primary thing I'm getting yeah. now. There's a whole bunch of other things I have. I love wood. Now Speaking of Oliver's, California, Oliver's this is right. like the smog in L.A. Look at this. Yeah. <laughs> Look at the can anyone see us out there? It's like Snoop Dogg just rolled down his window next to us. And Let's all three of you take a puff at the same time and see if we can see you through the L.A. haze. What do you think? Come on, sure. Aaron. Aaron, you're not trying. Come on, Aaron. Let's go. Don't tell me when I'm trying. <laughs> wow. That's a ton yeah, of smoke. Yeah, that's pretty. I can't. I can barely see the uh, camera right now. <laughs> that's lovely. This Stu, is a great don't switch cameras. Cigar. You're going to make people sick. <laughs> Not too much. Don't. Don't do it. Getting seasick with the Perla del Mar. <laughs> <laughs> Lost in the fog. Need a lighthouse with this baby. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, it's stayed medium, though, the whole yep. way. It really yep. hasn't increased in strength at all. Um, and it's it's like these flavors have kind of they've they've all kind of stayed you know in in they haven't really there haven't been any radical transitions yeah, this, isn't, a lot of this isn't very complex i guess is the best way to yeah. say it but there's been a lot of but it's been nice all the way down it has it has the transitions that have happened have been you know just kind of the flavors trading places really right yeah yeah yeah, it's still you know like I, w I was saying a lot of you know the wood is wood is the number one I think we agree but you know the wood woodiness is changing. Mm -hmm. um, I was talking about that you know um, you know rainy fall day I'm getting you know, maybe even that earthiness I'm more but more of a mushroom uh, mus musky taste. Earthy I can get. Yeah. Mushroom I'm, I'm, I have to think about. Here's a question: a lot of woodiness. What kind of drink would you pair this with? What kind of beer? Let's 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 go back to beer. What kind of beer would you pair this with, Oliver? I'm terrible with the beers because I just I, I'm a stout guy. I just go right to right to stout. Yeah. Well, yeah, and, well, I was thinking a stout would be good with this too because it's 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 different. That it's not creaminess. the same as yeah. It's not, it doesn't yeah. It doesn't have the creaminess yeah. in a cigar. So you want I'm so one dimensional contrast. when it comes to beers. Well, what would you drink with this? Uh, probably a 30-pack of Miller Lite. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that that's would get you I'd, well underway. That's what I'd go with. That would get you well underway there. I'd probably go with a Murphy's, I think. A Murphy's? Yeah. Murphy's Stout. How about a Boddington's? I don't think I've had a Boddington's. No? Yeah. The yellow can, it's a, it's a, it's like a cream, it's not a stout, but it's like a creamy, really creamy um, Irish beer. Hmm. I think it's Irish. Boddington's, yeah, I don't know. Boddington's. Check it out. Okay. It's good. It's a nice I don't think I've it's had like that a blonde, uh, a blonde ale. All right. 
Yeah, see, that's what I mean. You can't so, ask me about no. beer. Yeah. No. I, I, I don't. I mean, it's, it's a thing. It's like, I, would do a, I would probably do a clown shoes, uh, like a blithering idiot with this. Have you ever had a blithering idiot? I have. I've been called a blithering idiot. This would go, this would go really nice with a blithering yeah. idiot. Yeah, see, I, I don't know. I just, you give me a beer, I'll drink it. As long as it's not like a cherry blueberry <laughs> yeah. thing, I'm good. Yeah, I don't think it would go well with an IPA. Blueberry like that. cake. I, I yeah. think like an IPA would really, you know, clash with this. Yeah, I can't mm. go hoppy. Yeah. No, yeah. no, this would not go well with a hoppy beer. Oh, Mike, you got to ask the beer experts. Mm. Ask them. All right, well, just give a different <clears> maybe beer. that can be something, those of you who are downloading more. the show and yeah. listening to the show. What beer would you uh, have with this, assuming you're smoking with us? And we assume that it, you're cool enough to do that. <laughs> we need more beer on the show. We yeah. do need more beer on the show. We'll have to rectify yeah, that. Somebody the, do that. The nitros, the, the nitro coffee that looks like beer. But, yeah, know. we have that. I'm drinking yeah, that right now. Mm. <laughs> and we've had scotch. We've had... <laughs> we've done scotch we've had and vodka. 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 We've done, yeah, scotch we've and vodka. Yeah. And, um, Which you might be doing again long, soon. Yes, we'll have, we'll have Eric back on. Before too long. Yeah. Yep. He's, he's he, due. He always Eric with brings Hammer the booze. and Sickle. Eric helps us get hammered from Hammer and Sickle. Hammer and Sickle. <laughs> <laughs> we got a drink when he's around. Yeah. <laughs> Not tolerable otherwise. No. <laughs> but um, well, yeah, I'm smoking this because of that loose draw. I'm smoking this a little bit faster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same here. Um, getting some flakiness. About, yeah, about halfway. Result. Yeah. But um, yeah, a li- little flakiness, but the, uh, the flakiness is, I mean, that's. Really, that's I mean, life. Pre- yeah, that's life, and it's a, you <laughs> know, it's a premium a premium effect. tobaccos. We'll we'll flake a little bit, but the overall ash is is pretty firm. Um, I haven't had any problems. I haven't had to relight it. Nope. It's been uh, no great great experience. I haven't had one of these in ages. No, it's funny. This is one of the cigars that I, I kind of overlook, and I, I feel like it, it it is an overlooked cigar. That the it's a great price point. They range anywhere from five to nine dollars, depending on the size. Mm-hmm. And um, it's it's a really nice kind of everyday cigar. I mean, this is a, this is a great cigar for under ten bucks. Yeah. The robusto, I think, is six, five ninety nine. Yeah, yeah that's um, a good price point. <clears throat> you no, know, and that's and a, and great, a good size. great cigar for the price. Six by sixty. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't feel like a sixty. No, it does not. Uh, I'm feeling yeah. like it's a sixty. <laughs> you are. <clears throat> yeah. Well, that's not your, normally your thing. Yeah, you, you stay away. Smaller. But because it's a square. More like a light it's box press. Barely, barely box press. I mean, you can yeah. feel sl- the flat sides, right? But like, you wouldn't look at it and immediately know it's a box. No, press. it's a soft, soft yeah. press. Yeah, very soft. Um, so I think that's that's making it the the sixty. So for me, it doesn't feel mm-hmm. so much like a sixty. But it's a good uh, no, good size. Um, harder to smoke this in the morning. I mean, it's a good everyday cigar. Um, a little fuller, that. medium to, to full. Uh, or medium plus on this. Are you thinking medium plus now? Yeah. You think it's gone from medium to medium plus? Yeah. Yeah, I think medium plus. You think so? You think? My tongue's <laughs> Closer to the medium. I guess it is now that Aaron's slurring. Right. We can yeah. say that we've gone to medium plus. Closer. <laughs> my jaw's getting a little weary from the Closer to the now. medium <laughs> side than the, the full side, mm-hmm. but, a, but a medium plus. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's, a, that's, I think, a fair way of saying it. It's definitely gotten stronger in the last, you know, the last two inches of this yeah. cigar. Um, most of it, I would say, was a straight-on medium. It's only been mm-hmm. the last yeah, second half quarter inch that, picks up. that it's really picked up, yeah. very obviously for me. So um, what, would, what would our final verdict on this be? What well, will the ash hole say? Uh, for, for me, I would say... 
I'm not going to full thumbs, but I'm going three, you know, that three-quarter mm. thumbs. Mm-hmm. Um, just that, and again, I don't want to call it one-dimensional because it, it changed, but it's very, mm. very woody. So I know you almost know exactly what you're getting. Yeah. Um, something that completely blew me out of the water. But, um, you know, with that, yeah, three-quarters. Yeah, I'm right thumb. there with you. Three-quarters. Uh, you know, wood flavors are... are decent they're, they're not the primary thing i'm looking for right so it just doesn't hit my palate just right to be an everyday smoke or whatever um but i would pair it with something i, I might try to find a nice beer that it will pair well with mm. uh bring out some more of the, you know enjoyment of the flavors i'm gonna go i'm gonna go three quarters as well um I think, you know, having smoked some of the smaller sizes, I think I enjoy the smaller ones better because they're a little bit sweeter, a little bit more cocoa, a little bit more, and maybe with it being the 660, you know, it's a little bit m- more one-dimensional than the, the uh, smaller ring gauges would be. And the looser draw with the 60 ring gauge. Yeah, the looser draw kind of helps too. But um, it's, it's a very good smoke, yeah. you know. Quality. But the, you know, the, the woodiness is is great just not something that i would do all the time um but the construction was great and um there was you know some complexity there but it's a pretty straightforward stick it's woody it's peppery a little bit of cocoa in there and that kind of it's variations on that theme all the way through the cigar so decent everyday cigar but great consistency yeah um great construction you know, like like I said, I haven't I haven't had to relight. Uh, you know, the, the the burn line's been it's been steady, mm-hmm. uh, no complaints. It corrects itself, and uh, and the ash was good. So I think construction's there, the cigars there. It's something to go back to. But um, but yeah, no good good. I mean, good cigar overall. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. So uh, next week we're going to uh, be looking at the La Carim Cananazo by Crowned Heads. Okay. Okay, so go to your local brick and mortar and pick one of those up so you can smoke it with us next Wednesday. And if your local shop doesn't have them in, ask for them. And if they can't get them for you at your local shop, you can always get them at twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. And make sure you have one uh, with you for next week so you can smoke along with us. You have been listening to The Ashholes, Unfiltered Cigar Radio, broadcasting from the Sereno Royale stage at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. You can download this and any episodes you may have missed on iHeartRadio, Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, and Podbean. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at The Ashholes and on Instagram at Ashholes Radio. We'll see you next week. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.